think the, the topic uh, I'm supposed to speak about is to have a healthy balance in your life. So I want first to say um, a certain understanding which I had when I thought about the American society, all the American people which is here, um, and I want to build on that. I spoke with friends which are born here or they live here, and one of the things which they very much um, cherish or they hold of, those are those people which they push themselves over the limits. Yeah? That's why you see a most yeshivish person which he has uh, unbelievable kick out of that to to think about or read about the Navy SEALs, you know, how they push themselves and how they can do things which you would never be able to achieve. And that's a very big thing by the Americans that we have people which they are pushing themselves over the limits. And this attitude I want to challenge. Because in this attitude there is something going on which is unhealthy balance. When you have an attitude to life, that you have to push yourself over your limits, then you could uh, tamper with a balance in your life because you have a certain thing which speaks to you, and there you push yourself, and there you want to really achieve, and there you want to really be successful, and you push, you push, you push, and then suddenly you see that there are certain areas in life which you were not investing. I think that's a fair thing. And I want, I want to think together what could be a paradigm shift that we are not obligated to push ourselves. That we are not obligated that we are in a state of mind that things which are exciting to us, there is an approach to them, that we are pushing them through all of the different circumstances and we will be stronger than, than uh, all the obstacles will be bigger than life, the way you say once in a while in America. So all these things are a background which afterwards an unbalanced life is able to emerge from that. Yeah? I think that is pretty clear, only you don't have anything else to do. Yeah? Because that's the only thing which you see which makes ultimate sense. Because the ultimate sense is that really when you hold of something then you have really invested in it and you push and you do whatever you can. Okay? So that's the thing I want to deal with. That's like a, it's like a paradigm shift. It's like an other approach to life. I want over here to propose another backdrop to what you can do with your life and then from there we can try to build up a life which is balanced. But when you are staying with the old approach, the balance in life will be artificial. Artificial means that you are really want to push yourself more. Only you look at then at your spouse and you say, oh, I have to care for you too. And then you look at your children, I have to care for them too. But and then you say, okay, I have to balance my life. But inside, really, you really think the thing which makes most sense is that you, sh you sh should be fully invested in one thing and not looking to the side at all. Yeah? Okay? So that is the challenge. So, in order to tackle that, first we have to come 
two terms that a person when he wants to work when he wants to do something with himself the person has to know what are his assets in life where are his his skills what does he have not what he wants to reach what does he have to my amazement a lot of people they don't think like this they, be, they don't think at all what are the things which are going on in my life which I have not what I have to reach I have them what is the thing I really do enjoy the things which I am identifying with what do I have for example when you take your family let's say you you have uh, you have a job which you very much want to succeed we'll speak about that afterwards but you have a job which you are very obligated to work or however that works once in a while you are very occupied with your job and uh, in america it's a long time ago when you have a nine to five job i think that is really history that's very old history today you have an eight till eight or eight till ten job yeah perhaps not over here in florida Florida is a bit more laid back and still they make money i think they make still money but uh when you go upstate uh, more north you know on the east coast you go more north then uh, things begin to get out of control yeah uh, they they work like dogs and then you think what do you have at home i have an obligation yeah, an obligation doesn't balance anything okay when you only feel that you have an obligation at home you will never be able to have a balanced life because you can't have a balance which over here you are hype about your work and there you are obligated <coughs> that doesn't keep a balance eh? and you always have to convince yourself no no I'm, obliga I'm obligated and then you are coming home with some presence for your children which is a very impersonal thing or you are going for to a to some to some uh, vacation for one day or for for a week and you are on your phone the whole but I have to I, I, I I'm obligated and you are not relating to your family but I'm obligated to give them a good vacation and you go somewhere where they can really enjoy themselves and leave you alone <laughs> and then um, and that, that was a good vacation and I'm obligated to the family to give that that makes no sense you see makes absolutely no sense absolutely that's a nonsense and that's not a balanced life that's not a balance in your life obligation versus involvement is not able to create any balance in life you have to reveal what do you have not obligated what do you enjoy with your family and when you look deeply into your life or into your heart and you think what do you enjoy with your family first you will encounter that you have all different kinds of commonplace commonplaces coming up yeah for sure i want my children to be happy for sure i want my children to develop in the best way for sure i want no 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 those are commonplaces what do you have what do you enjoy in your family that's not so simple that's not so simple it's absolutely not simple and when you have a boy 
which is in his adolescence year, yeah, years where the brain is going through all different kinds of turbulent change. And then you think, what do I have in my heart for that boy? Yeah? You know, no, you know, for sure it's my son, you know. I really, I, I care for him. I will pay him the best education. That means you pay him off. Yeah? You don't, are not invested in him. You see? So that's all commonplaces. That's all that doesn't create any balance. You have to see what is really in store for you. What do you love or um, uh, or cherish about your family? And this isn't so simple. This isn't so simple because a lot of times when you have small children, they just walk on your nerves. They wake you up in the night. And then you have to really, you, I love you so much that you just disturb my sleep three o'clock in the morning. This is the most enjoyable experience I had in the last few years, you know. That's unbelievable. That's the best thing which could happen to me, that I can't sleep from three till four because the child is crying and has, is growing his teeth, you know. So then, no, it doesn't work, you see. But what do you have? So you have to come to terms with that. This is a difficult work. I, only I, I took the family. In the job is the same thing, but once because once you are in the job, what you have in the job is your success. The job alone is not interesting for you. The success is interesting for you. Yeah? That's not a thing which you can balance because success is never balanceable. Because always you can <coughs> succeed more. You understand? When you want to have success. And that's the only thing you have in your work. You are in troubles. Because success is a never-ending demand. Never-ending. Yeah. Never-ending. Whatever you reach, you want to reach more. And there's no, no one says, I had my success, I'm fine. I never met a person like this. I succeeded in my life. Come. No. That means he has something else. When you meet such a person... What he wanted is not success. What he wanted is something else. That's why he can say, I succeeded, I'm fine. But then you understand, it's not the success which drove him. Otherwise, he would go further on. That's right. So, success is a very dangerous thing to be invested in. That itself also is not able to create a balance. You have to have some genuine interest in your work. Something which takes you. Yeah? You have in your family, you have to have something which takes you. In your, in your learning, when you learn, and then this is a thing which I can't speak up against, I don't want that, but it's also a problem. Uh, there is a problem in that balance in the learning, when the only thing which you have is that you have to finish the duff. That's similar to success. Yeah? It's similar to that. And then once in a while, it depends where you are or where you are in your life, once in a while your family or your spouse is not so happy when you tell her, I am too in behind, I have to run up and it takes more time. And then she really doesn't understand why is that so important, the, the, the counting of the dapid. So today it's a little bit better because the big siyumashas, then that became something which is desirable by everyone. 
but also it's something which is superficial a little bit. Yeah, only to finish enough. The Rav will agree with that when you learn in Yerushalayim. So then, then the, to, only the only thing you have is you have to finish the shas, the the, the shas or the dav. But you have to do that. This is similar to have success in your business. There has to be something which interests you. You have to find what is my personal interest in learning. So those are difficult things to do. For me, it took a time, a long time, to reveal what is really my interest in learning. (coughs) I only saw that certain things do not interest me. Not. And then, with the time, but I, I love learning, but there are certain things which are really not taking me. So I didn't force myself. I say, no, you have to do, for example, that is an old, an old uh, friend of mine that I can't, um, I can't write up a, a summary of, of something. I can't do that, it doesn't go. I remember when I was in high school, I was the guy which had no, I, di- I didn't have any notes, any. I didn't have. I always have these nice new notebooks which the first page was written nicely, the second was half full, and the rest was empty. And then I took a new notebook because I made such a glorious decision, this time I will do it. And then the first, time, first page was nice, and another half a page, and empty. Until I came to the conclusion, I can't do that. It's not interesting for me. It's simply not interesting. I will not do that. And that wasn't so, such a disaster. It was a question of my of high school, but the learning afterwards was exactly the same. I can't really write what people so enjoy. They so enjoy that. When you are, are in yeshiva, they have people, who, I envy them, you know. They have whole classes, you know, Bobakame, Bobasa, Bobachia, and, wow, and Elchin, and Krisis, and Yevomis, and unbelievable, all different kind of notes, and such a Nesudalika, according to the Dafta, pay some dollar, pay some base, give me a dollar, give me a base, unbelievable. And I look at my notes, they are nowhere. They aren't existing. Yeah? So, so I, I also would want to have them. But no, that, that's, not a, that's not a thing which interests me. And I had then to think also what is interesting for me in learning. So that was, with the time I revealed, it's entirely different thing. Something which was absolutely unexpected. That that is interesting for me in learning. Yeah? And then, when I revealed that, then I was able to work with that. It wasn't a cold demand. It wasn't some goal. It wasn't some... some, some, some some superficial thing, it was a personal engagement in learning. A personal engagement in learning. And those are, is, this is the first step. When you want to have a balanced life, you have to work with yourself. It's not a question, that could be a question, which you want to have a solution. I should give you the golden key that you have your life and you have uh, three or four ingredients Let's say when you are over here, I see you are learning. So what should I say? It's the learning, it's the family, it's the work. And we have now to find the real solution, like the, like Ferma or something like this, you know, uh, some, some unbelievable, balanced, golden 
cut, you know, that you, you know, this, this one is two-thirds and a little bit, and the other one is one-fourth and a little bit, and the rest is that, and then it will work, and you will go out and be so happy, and it won't work. That doesn't work, it doesn't work. No, you can't have a balance in life out of that, that it's forced upon you. You can't have that. A balance is stemming from an inner from an inner balance, from an inner uh, equilibrium. I don't know how you say that. Something like this, yeah? So from, a, from, a inner, from, a, from an inner state, then you will have a balanced life. But then, everything you want to balance, that's a big cloud. When you want to balance something in your life, you have to come to terms, what is my personal engagement in those two or three things I want to balance? That's the first. The second, that, that, that is the first step. That's the first step. And then, there comes something which is entirely opposite. When you, when you have that in store, when you have this, that you, you have a personal interest in, then comes something into existence which is like surprising for you. That growth and development is not about pushing yourself. It's not about that. At all. I always thought there are things in abundance over here in Florida for sure. There are things in abundance which are growing. That's, that's the nature, you know. You have trees growing and, 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 and uh, you know, everything. I was, I, just, uh, I was a little bit out in the nature today, so I saw things are growing and growing and gro- growing and growing and growing. Did you ever think when a palm tree pushes itself? <clears throat> And then the pulpit looks at the film from the Navy scenes and says, that's really great, let's grow a little bit more. No. No. It sounds to me that growth in the reality, growth in nature, is something which happens by itself. It happens by itself because the tree was three feet, the tree will grow to three feet at one inch. That's natural. He doesn't push himself. He's growing, no? He doesn't push anything. But he pushes him. He doesn't push. He grows because he is living his nature. Yeah? He doesn't do anything unnatural. He's living simply his nature. And then naturally, you have more from that. You want more from that. On that it says, A person which has 100, he wants 200. So how much does a person want when he has 50? A hundred. Why? He also wants 200. You know, I went by the lottery, by the big billboard of the lottery. So I thought, why do people want that? Do they have half? No. Because today it gives a distortion. You want to be somewhere where you are not relating at all. It doesn't relate to you at all. When you are a yeshiva bocher, and you are a yeshiva, then when you are young, and you have your dreams, then you think, I want to be like Rav Yoshif. That was once en vogue, you know. And then I ask you, are you holding by the half? Do you have a hundred in order to want the two hundred? No. You don't even have a half a dime for the two hundred, you know, regarding Rav Yoshif. So what, do you dream to be like Rav Yoshif? That's nonsense. That doesn't do anything. That doesn't do. That only creates pressure. That is like to succeed in business. No. I don't want you that you should 
have an approach to your life that you look for a superficial or imported success. No, you don't import anything. You are looking where you are, and you're looking what you have. And the moment you reveal that, the most natural thing is that you want more from that. That's a natural thing. The one which has 100, he naturally wants 200. He will grow. But first you have to know what you have. Our problem is that we do not know what we have. We do not. That was, that's what I wanted beforehand. You have to first come to terms. What is taking you in your family? Where is the Yeshle Mone in your family? Where is the Yeshle Mone in your learning? Where is the Yeshle Mone in your business? Where is that? And people are looking at me and saying, for sure, I, no, 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 you don't know. You have to think deeply. That's not so simple. Because most of the times you are taken by some side effect or superficial thing. Yeah? And most of the times you are taken by something which is far away and not within you. You have to find something which is within you. What, where is the Yeshle Mone? Okay? So that's the sec- that is then the second stage that you when, you, are, when you are realizing that you have something in your family, then to create a balance is much easier because you don't want to lose that. But you, when you're only obligated to your family, you can lose an obligation easily. That's right. To be obligated to your family, then you say, okay, I'm obligated to my family, but I really, I, I, you know what, I, but this, it's really, I, you know what, I, I only work because, because to support my family, you know, so that's it's also for the family, and I, I'm really involved in work from, and now I don't know over here in Florida, but I know from, from, from New York, I'm involved in work from 6, they go, they go out of, to work 5.30 in the morning because they don't want to hit traffic, you know, they down in town, downtown, and they come home only after 8 or after 10 by night. I do it only for the family. Yeah, voila. But your family is inexistent. The family is inexistent. But you don't know I do it only for the family. That's all superficial. That's all superficial. That's all. Huh? And you are caught by something which even the work, you don't really realize what is interesting for you there. Yeah? Don't really realize that. You simply do it because you are about to have success. You want to have more money or you want to be a more, uh, a more important part of the business web. web that is like a, the business like a web which you can't escape from that thing because you have your obligations and you have to be an important part. So you have to finish your deals and you have to do that. And there you are caught. And when I ask you what is your personal interest in that, you say that you don't know. Today, I once, that, that is my, I had an aunt, which she was um, an aunt of my mother. My mother was a, there was a certain generation flip there. So she was, she was, uh, she, but she was old. She was one of the last survivors of the whole family. And I went to visit her. And I went to visit her in King David. She was sitting in King David in Jerusalem. I went to visit her. I spoke with her, and she was a very intelligent woman. And she told me, you have a big broche in your life. So I asked her, what is the big broche? It's a big broche that you 
are having a palnosa, okay? you're having a palnosa out of a thing which you really love to do. Most of the people today, they have a palnosa of something which they do not love at all. And then they have a side hobby or something like this, which they, they feel engaged. And the palnosa comes from a place where you don't, you are not interested in that at all. Yeah? That's what she said. It was for me a shocking experience because it never dawned to me that that's the case. I, I couldn't imagine why should a, wor- a person work for something he doesn't like to do. So could be she's right. But I have another take on that. I have another take. You are working for something which you never thought what you like about it. Yeah? Because when you are working on something, there are some ingredients which you really like. Some ingredients. So, not, it doesn't have to be 24-7. Something you like about that. But you never thought that what do I like about my job? No, I do it because I want to have money. But what do you like about your job? Where are you connected? And when you are coming to terms with that, then you can begin to create a balance, a balance in your life. Then you can say, I have over here three things. I don't want to lose any one of them. I don't want to lose that. Yeah? Because I have, I have a personal um, benefit from work, family, and learning. I have a personal benefit. I'm not obligated learning, and I'm not obligated to family. I'm not obligated to work. I have a personal benefit from all the three. And then I can work on a balance. Because then I do not want to lose that. It's a big work. It's a big work. Oh, everything I tell you now, it's a big work. That's not easy. I do understand it's not easy. But it's the only way the Rav asked me and clarified the question. I didn't know really what you want from me. Uh, as you say, uh, how to have a balanced life, I thought. How to have a balanced life. What you know, you go to gymnastics or something like this, you know. So you have a balanced life. So then, uh, today, I got this clarification that this is the question. And it's a very interesting question. It's a question which is dealt over here in America, has to be dealt especially with a certain depth. Because in America there are people which are personally engaged in all different kinds of things. In Eretz Soil, the, the thing is really black and white. And even not black and white, it's silly and silly. It's was black and white, it's also stus, you know. So you have people which are only engaged in one thing. Huh? Only engage in one thing. And then you can't speak about balance in life. Then they look at you and say, balance in life, you know, what balance, what? Balance? I, I know what, I, I, I am, I am, I am 24-7 learning. You, you knew these people when you were in Eretz soil, and they didn't even, it don't to them that there is an issue of balancing the life. It doesn't. Because, because they think that, uh, that uh, my life is just, uh, it's like a Ghanedin shall show it in Kazi. Yeah, that you know, there is nothing else than what I want to do linearly, you know, singularity. I want to do only one thing in my life, and that's what I do, and I'm so happy. And then I can't speak about this, this issue. Over here, this issue has to be addressed. Otherwise, your family will suffer, your, your family will suffer, your work will suffer, your learning will suffer. Something will suffer over here. That's the point, yeah? He's to try to find, uh, think for nothing. The person manager does not enjoy his work. He just, if you would, if you give him a million dollars, he would, he would retire. He'd be happy at home. 
There's nothing he's afraid of losing in his parnasa besides the money. I, I, I can't imagine that this is the case. Perhaps this is the case that was like a pathological work, you know? I can't imagine that this is the case, that he doesn't enjoy anything. Yeah, that's right. That's an avoider. That's an avoider. That's an avoider. You can have, you can have uh, enjoyment from, from even from... Look, look. Um, perhaps I have to clarify that. Perhaps the, the demand of mine is, sounds like a huge demand. People think... People don't... Uh, perhaps say, say first... Um, I, perhaps a sidewalk. Okay, I now go to a sidewalk in order to illustrate that. Okay, don't get confused. I go to a sidewalk for the question of the Hof. So, people ask me once when they have terrible things happening by them in life, what should they do? And then I speak with them, I try to think together with them about what's going on in their life. And then we come to a conclusion that perhaps there is some meter, some character trait, which is a little bit, um, it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit not, not so great by him, which he could, he could work on that, because that is like the message which he got. And then once why they look at it, and that's why Hashem makes those terrible things to me, for this minor change, for this minor thing, the Hashem makes these terrible things. This is a mistake. The point is, we have no idea how big is the slightest nafshasdike involvement, the slightest nafshasdike change, the slightest piece of nefesh is worth you couldn't believe. You couldn't. Mm-hmm. When the Rav wants to look at it, that would be a good shield. It is a Ramban, the Ramban by Gnois Lloyd. He exp- explains the, the, the Pilegish Bagivo. And by the Pilegish Bagivo, there were 80,000 people killed. I think 80,000 people killed. Uh, 40,000 said the possible, but the other one also. So 80,000 people killed at the time of the Tanakh. Yeah? What for? So he says, first they thought this. And that was a mistake. And then they thought that, that was a mistake too. And by the three, third time they got it, and it was, um, it, or, they, or they, 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 in the end they got it, it was You look up the Rambam. And then you think to yourself, and for that message, Hashem killed 80,000 people, are you crazy? We can't imagine. For a for a bisele nefesh, for a, a shikel nefesh, everything is kedai. And it's the same thing with work. You will have some nefesh in the work. You, have, you, you are underestimating even a small thing in your work that you are able to help people. You are able to, to, to do something for others. Your your chavera with others is bigger. Your involvement in the tzibur is is better like this or whatever it is. And you think, oh, but not for that. I have to work so much. You can't know how worthful is that one character trait from you is emphasized that can be worth a whole day, yeah? a whole day. So that is a thing which I I can't believe so much that someone is working and really 
He doesn't have anything out of it. It could be that because he thinks, when I would be a millionaire, I would give up working, then he comes to the glorious conclusion that I don't like anything about my work. But this is a, that is an evaluation which is based on an assumption which is wishful thinking, because you will not be a millionaire, okay? But when I would be a millionaire, I would cease working. But you are not. Yeah? But because I think that I would be a billionaire, then I wouldn't work, that shows me that I don't like my work. No, it doesn't show. No, it only shows that when you would be a millionaire, you, you think you would cease working. I'm not sure either whether that would have happened. I don't know. But you think you would cease working. Most probably not. And you know exactly those which get the lottery and they cease work, then they get out of their minds. You know? When you are happy, you don't shoot yourself. I think when you get the lottery. That's when you are lucky. You don't shoot yourself. But, uh, but uh, no, it's, it's not a good stage when you don't work. It's really not good. Not good for your nephesh. But I really want you to quit work. Yeah, yeah. But when you, when you will de facto quit work, then I'll prepare you a place by the next psychotherapist, you know. You'll for sure go there. Yeah? Because you can't. Your nephesh doesn't, doesn't want that. You want to work. Only you are not aware. Again, you are not aware of that. What is the benefit you have? A lot of times that happens. Yeah? That happens like this. There are, could be minor things. Minor things in your work which are a benefit for you. But this you have to foster. That's what I want. This is my benefit. And then I see, okay, now for that benefit I don't have to invest so much time. I can have invest less time and I still have it. And then I have free time for learning. Because there I also have a benefit. And I have free time for learning. And the learning have that benefit. I don't have to do that 24 hours, the learning. Yeah? I mean, that was a very big thing. That when I got the point what I am con- where I am connected in learning, then I was able to learn in a very sensible way half an hour. And it made more sense than the learning four hours beforehand, where I was not aware what takes me. Make more sense. And I grew, and grew more from that. I was more involved, and I grew more. It was, a, a, it, it was cumulative, you call that, you know. It was one upon the other because I had something out of it. Beforehand, I was forcing myself to learn. And then, the forcing myself to learn, I learned time-wise more. But it didn't really connect. It didn't really stay with me. But then I found what is interesting for me in learning. Then, even half an hour stayed with me. And then it was cumulative. And it was much better. Yeah? Then, you see, then, then I can say, I don't have to work so much. I don't have to, to learn this amount of hours. I can learn less amount of hours, and still I have that out of it. And with my family, the same thing. With my family, I don't have to be with them. I, to, in order to be a good father, I don't have to be with them uh, 24 hours. I can, in half an hour, in 45 minutes, in an hour, having a real good time with my family, which they are happy and I'm happy with them because I am connected to the thing. I am not do it out of obligation. And then I can balance my life. That is the, that is the thing. It's work. It's self-work. It is big self-work. I, but we have to enter that self-work and this is the most interesting thing for me with the American society which are involved in learning and in working. 
that's the most that that is what fascinates me that one can work on such delicate sugyas in your simple life yeah? and this is much richer the sugya than what you think is much richer I have so many people in America which they say you know Halavaya could go back to El Sisoil. I just had it now you know, because I'm going back another two days and a good friend which was together with me in El Sisoil and is now here that's right we spoke and Halavaya can go back I understand you I do understand you but you have to know what is the benefit. You have a tremendous benefit over here. Because your personality can grow in three different layers. For sure, it could be there you feel like in Ghanaian. I understand that. I, I am a pensioner. You know what a pensioner is? I am a computer. I'm, I get the pension from Schweiz. So I sit in Telstone and I sit there and I have the possibility to do nothing. You know, look out of the, look out of the window. Very nice view. And I sit there on the porch, and I do nothing. Yeah. That's a mom is like God Yeah, that's unbelievable. But it's not; it doesn't make me grow. No, I have to work, and I have to be involved in something. But I have to understand what is that connection I have to that. This is a big benefit you have over here, a big benefit. So you go, you, you will go back to Elsie Soil. Most probably you will. But, but you, you will go back to us. So, but in, in between, when you are here, you have a tremendous opportunity to grow. Because so many things you are involved. And by, by everything, you can think, what is my personal connection with that? And I will grow through that personal connection, but it won't be a thing which throws me off balance. Okay? So that, that is the thing against this pushing yourself over the limits. Because the Yeshua Mon that's absolutely no pushing of any limits. It's a natural growth. When you have some connection, naturally, you want that to grow. Naturally. You don't have even to work on that. That wants to grow by itself. You have afterwards to work that it should be able to grow. But the growth itself is like a tree. The tree doesn't work to grow. That's what he does. That's his job, you know. That's what he does. You are the same thing. Because when you have something, you want more from that. Okay? So that is, I think, what I wanted to give uh, the, the, this lecture about. I think it's a fascinating issue over here in America to work on. No one, I know no one which is working in that direction. I had to do what you told in the, in the, in the, in the introduction, you know, that when you hear a share from Leuchter, then you then you see, wow, I didn't think about that, that's right. So that was said, I had simply to put the bill, you know, I had to do that. So I wanted to, that's okay, you have a question? Um, <clears throat> thank you very much, this is very insightful, very about to think about. Um, when it comes to children, um, sometimes they don't have the, the rest of the mana, they're, they're, they they're not there yet. If one more, they need to have the mana in the first place. So how do you... Look, I understand. I never saw that there is a lack of money. Only it is in a childish way. The money, it could be, could be that the child is, he has a kick out of that, that he wants to, he wants to excel in Chvesvos. But I had a boy which wanted to excel in Pac-Man, you remember that? That green, that screen which was green-black and then 
and it was the absolute idiotic thing which he wanted to do. He wanted to extend that, but that was his money. That was his money, because that showed that he has a has a um, has an inclination to be a masmit. Because that is for for example thing which I couldn't do. I looked at him and said he's absolutely insane, you know. But it, it is such a achzolistic thing. It's such a such a thing which which you are you are doing that job, you are doing it, and then you finish the stage, and then you get rewarded that there is a more difficult stage coming in. Shkoyach! You know? I, I made you a toive that I tried this nonsense that I should reach the end of that one, the first stage. But now, no! You have a tremendous benefit. Now you have a more difficult challenge. Shkoyach, no, not for me. But for him it was. I came to stage four. I came to stage five. I have so many points. I That's what I thought. But this was his money. And this was a money which was not my cup of tea. But it was his cup of tea. And I had to recognize that. I didn't want to recognize it. There were many times which I wanted... You know, when, when someone wants really to do that at that time, I thought he wants to jump into the into the... Monitor. Yeah? I, I thought that he would be swallowed up by that thing, you know. And I want to get him off. Today, that's the other smooth. Today, when a child is involved in computer games, it's entirely a different ballgame. Today, I wouldn't let it. I don't think, because it has no end. But Pac-Man, I don't know whether there's any one of you which still plays, plays Pac-Man, even though you played it when you were young. I don't think you do that anymore. That's right. It's finished. You did it once when you were young. So I was very confident that he will cease to be involved in that specific acti- activity. And that, but that was his money. Yeah? And a lot of times you see children and you think it's them. Yeah, play. No. There, this money is growing in a childish way, in a playful way, but it is a money. But you have to recognize that because it's against your grid. Once in a while it's not your, not your backyard. Okay? So that was happening by me. Okay. So you feel she'if or some inclination to something. Everyone, yeah. Otherwise, normally Otherwise, I don't know. It wouldn't be alive. Like, yeah, for sure, he has something. But it takes time. I had a, I had a daughter which was, which was like doing nothing. I was like, I, I thought that this is, um, this is insane, doing nothing, keep shooting, doing nothing. I just said, look. But she's a ilui. But the money was the contemplation. And I didn't see that. Because I only saw that you, you put her on a, on a balate for an, for, and then you go out for an hour and you come back and she sits exactly in the same place. Yeah. And yeah, you thought, that's not me, you know. I would, I would go around, I would, I would do something. No, you know, you didn't do anything. But that's her money. And she's a ilui. She's a, she's an unbelievable ilui today, married with children, with the, but she has a head like like uh, not too many people, yeah. But that was her money, which was not recognizable by me. Yeah? I didn't see that. The money was his bonus, yeah. And that's that was a special thing by her. So I have to, I have to, I have to be open that things are coming into the picture which are not hundred percent my own way of doing things. But then I see the children have that. Okay? Good. So that was, yeah, was she.
So regarding your point about like the you know the growth and you know the tree as an example, like where do you draw the line between you know somebody who says okay this is something I'm interested in let's say learning and okay great he finds his niche in learning I should say, but where do you draw the line between let's say somebody says oh I can really put in this amount of effort but you know what I'm just gonna take it easy and I'm not gonna you know like how do you let's say you know the Ikahara can easily get somebody and say. You know, you, you just take it easy. So how do you like reconcile the two between one like natural growth and on the other hand, you know, like you know, I don't try. I didn't say that. Like, no gain. You know, like at the end of the day, that it, I always thought it was through the through the the tears of how you grow. So how do you reconcile the two? So I so I I'm, I don't tell you through that you'll lose your age No, the age is there, and he wants to take you out of that. You have to work. That's for sure. But the recon- the, to how to reconcile, I don't have a, a key for that. You have to work on that. But the work is slightly different than only I have to work on my obligation and the HR wants to take me off my obligation. It's an entirely different ball game when you say, I have an interest, a personal interest in it, and the HR wants to take me off that. You already you see, it's a different ball game. And there you will find a way how to deal with that Yetzirah which wants to take you off a thing which you are interested in. Yeah? You are interested. You think it should always be enjoyed? There should never be a time when you're learning, let's just say, that it's not... That you no, know, I can't say. You have to go through. You know? No, yes, I can't. Not always and only. These, these things don't work in our either. But there is a... For example, by me. I can tell you that, when that's interesting for you. I was a Mashgiyah in Yeshiva and then I opened the Kuril. And there was the Rosh Kuril. And it was a full-blown disaster. Because I was a Rosh Kril and I had to learn four hours in the morning and it didn't go. Because a Mashgiach is, is occupied in yeshiva with speaking with Bochet. So every single 20 minutes, half an hour, another Bochet comes in and they have to change topics. You know, I tell you, I tell you how are you? How is going your davening? How is going learning? Very nice. I want to encourage you. And then you say, excuse me. And say, when you will not come tomorrow to Daven, I will throw you out. And then, Mazel Tov for the Shidduch. Who is it with? And then, the, the, the head, the whole time changes, you know. And then, I'm standing in front of the challenge. I have four hours to learn in the morning, but my head is not used to go four hours on one thing. And then, I forced myself. That's right. I had a Yetzirah in a certain way that I want to cease, I want to do other things, but I forced myself, didn't go. After two hours of learning, I felt all these spilkes, which every Bochus feels, you know, you make like this after two hours, and after two and a half hours, I took a tea, and I thought perhaps that will help, it didn't go, and then after, after three hours, I asked my friend, perhaps you have a problem with Shalom Baiz, I will help you, you know? <laughs> so, because I wasn't able, I am the Rosh Kreilo. I am the Rosh Kreilo. I am de facto, there is no bigger pressure cooker that you are the Rosh Kreilo and you can't learn four hours. You can't. No, the head is gone. And I thought it was, it's a disaster, you know? And I tried to push myself, I tried to push myself. I didn't make myself clear what do I have in learning? Why do I learn two hours? I only saw in front of myself that I don't learn four hours. But I didn't think, why do I learn two hours? What do I have out of that? And then it dawned to me that I make a mistake. I don't have to push myself for four. The other eight hours, indescribable. 
I have to, uh, I have to look why do I learn too? And I thought, and then I came with a certain solution. What is the thing which takes me in learning? And then easily I was able to learn four hours without problem. After two weeks, I was able to learn four hours without problem. And now I can battle four hours. I can learn four hours. I can do both, you know. But I know what takes me much easier. I still have a horror to battle, for sure. But it's much, it's, it's much more natural to deal with that than only the obligation. Yeah? Okay, that happened to me myself. Okay? So that's what I think about the balance in life. Hopefully that was interesting for you. For me, it's an absolute interesting topic, especially that I have, the, I have the opportunity to speak to people which are involved in that. It's not only some theoretical speech. You are involved in such things. That's a very important thing. A lot of things to work on it. I don't tell you that now we have the solution. There's no solution. Something to work on it, yeah? Is it more or less the same for Bakram, or is there any difference for Bakram? Um, you would have to educate the Bochim that they should be aware what, what makes them involved. But that's not so much the work, because a Bochim sits in an environment which the environment is, is geared that he should do something. That's the place he is in. You don't have to tamper with that. Yeah? I have grandchildren which are in yeshiva and they learn the whole day like madmen. But for sure, uh, hopefully, when they get married, the oldest one is not, now engaged. My first grandchild engaged, you know, I, got to, <laughs> I, have to, I have to make that beard grow, you know. I'll be a grandfather by the chasana, first time, you know. So, 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 so hopefully, when he will be married, he'll find the balance. But I can't do it now. No, he learns, he learns his brother learns like crazy, you know, like my mom is crazy, you know. So remember, he, he learns Thursday the whole day, and then Friday night, uh, Thursday night the whole day, the whole the, the whole night, and then Friday till Shabbos, not going to sleep, you know, from Thursday morning till Knesset Shabbos, not going to sleep. Then you have to be crazy, but learning the whole time, really learning the whole time. A bocho, you call that a but that would be very unbalanced when he does that after the chasna. You understand that? Very unbalanced. So this, he is now involved in, a, in an endeavor where he, that's what he's geared for. So I don't tamper with that. I do not. Only I want him to understand what takes him in learning. That's my work with him. What takes him also in Benoit. He's a good Benoit. He can sit with his little sister and play, play, play mobile, you know, for two hours too. That's, he's, not, he's not insane. Yeah? But he, he's more involved in learning. So that's the question, being aware of yourself. But finding a balance, I don't think Abocha has that issue because he's in a in a in an organization in a in a moisset where he is guided by the moisset. Okay, there's more more like this. When you have a bocha which works, a bocha which works, then you have to do that. Yeah, a bocha by the age 18 which work, and so then you have to do that. But uh, when it, when he's in yeshiva, then it's only the awareness which you try to foster, not not this adds some work. Okay? Stay down. That's it. Well, but when Moses takes someone to learn, what, what takes me to learn? That means what I get a geschmack from, whether it's or Bikiyas or... It's it goes by me not like this. I can't tell you what takes me because that's not the thing which takes you. But so you will not copy that. By me, the most interesting, interesting part in learning is that I have a suffix. That's the most interesting part in learning. It took me time to understand that. 
I hate solutions. I hate it. I, I hate that what everyone likes. You want to know what the sugi says. I, 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 when you do that to me, I go away. I am, I am interested that there should be a kasha. And there has to be a problem over here. And then I will go again. And then I will develop that. And then there is another kasha coming up. That's what takes me. It took me a long time to understand that. Because I was always limping behind the others. They had such a nice sugya. Everything was masuda, you know. That's today, that is... You know, I was learning Chavuz, not Chavuz. I was learning Chavuz with Shmuel Arieli. But it was in a Chavur with Osho. And Osho has that. You know Osho Arieli? Osho is that, that man which everything is masuda. Mamish cut clean. There's even not the slightest, the slightest thing. And I, I, I once was by Osho Arieli when he gave a shield on sukkah, ben azmani, he gives shurim, chazore, and I learned sukkah, and he learned sukkah, and he gave the shir, and I said, okay, let's go there, I want to listen to the shir, and he said his things, you know, ya wallah, I, I began to scream at him, you know, and he smiled to me and said, ha, and went right there, <laughs> and it was a question which I'm sure that I was right, you know, but he was not misfortune, you know him, you know, he didn't, that was like, go further, you know, just go further. So this is a thing which, I, I wanted to throw a shoe there, you know. It was schwer, it was retraced a corpus. But no, it didn't go. So that was like the opposite. By him, I don't know what he has personal, we don't know what is his personal life. But the, the way he presents Torah to the Talmudim is the, the cleanest sugya you could imagine. The cleanest. I know in America it's very popular. Uh, Osharieli, that's right. It's the cleanest sugya. By me, I would escape from that shear. I would just walk out. You know, that I, I, can't, I can't stand that. So that is what takes me. But it shouldn't take you, because it's a trace. Because it doesn't let you a manucha, because you always are what could be over here. So that's, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a not such a normal brain, but I am. What shall I do? That's what it is. But, uh, but, uh, but that's what takes me. So it's not so much the EU, because it's a very specific thing. It's a specific thing you have. You have the clarity, you have the depth. You have the, uh, what, what is the thing which you are cherishing in, 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 uh, in uh, learning? That takes time to see. By me, it took also time. And, and, but then you are equipped much more to have a balanced life. Okay? It's only an, a, a beginning, I do understand. But I think it's a beginning which goes beyond what is normally taught to people which are involved in work. It goes beyond that. Yeah? Normally you are taught, taught uh, pluralistic things, you know, that you are, it's important to work, and, and learning is also good, that the family is for sure good, and you have to invest in all of the three, and to get a chizuk to invest in all of the three. But let's be honest to ourselves. That doesn't work. It doesn't help. Yeah? Let's be honest. That's what's your problem. It doesn't help. The chizuk doesn't help. You still have this steer going on. You know? And that was the whole point, which that's what I thought is a beginning of a mahalach. It's not a solution. It's not the key. It's a beginning of a mahalach. Okay? Atkan. Zai gesund.